We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good evening, folks. It's time for your Thursday evening edition of It's News to Us, our daily podcast, taking a look at the day's top stories. And our top story is actually out of Dinwiddie and out of Delaware, really. Um, this is an accident that occurred last week, and we got an update. And, and unfortunately, not the, the I mean, update that's good from the standpoint of, you know, nobody has died, nobody's conditions got worse, but an unfortunate end to to a promising sports season for for a, a Delaware college. Yeah, um, and we have to give credit to the Wilmington uh, newspaper for this. The name is Wilmington News Journal. As someone News who Journal, was, okay, there you once go. competed former, with the News Journal, I happen to know that it is the Wilmington News Journal. But former Delaware resident would know this. But uh, yes, according to the Wilmington News Journal, um, we knew that the. Uh, Occupants of that uh, bus uh, shortly after the crash were the Delaware State women's bowling team. We know specifically now that three of the people that were injured in the, of the 11 are still hospitalized. That includes two members of the team and a, it says a Delaware State University staffer, which could mean a person who could be a coach, could be somebody else. Could be coach, could be SID, could be, could be you know. Right. Could be anyone. But but anyway, um, the women's bowling team are on their way to uh, Greensboro and taking Interstate 85 uh, to um, uh, to have a competition with North Carolina A&T. And of course, this accident happened last Thursday. Um, as we know, the uh, driver in that case um, is charged with uh, reckless driving and failure to maintain use of a vehicle. You had mentioned that. Uh, uh, it's a sad ending for this team, and they were a very good, talented bowling uh, team. Uh, they are going to have to uh, cancel the rest of their season because of the aftermath of this crash with two team members still in the hospital. Of course, when you have a bowling team, I can't imagine your team is very deep to begin with. And when you're missing two players, it and, and who knows if the others who are out of the hospital can even perform anymore to their ability. Yeah. But uh, um they're going to have to cancel the rest of their season. And they've had a very successful season, yeah. a very successful um, past 20 years, actually. They formed in 2000 and uh, uh, they've made it to a NCAA bowling final four. And I, up until this point, I was today years old when I realized that there was a NCAA bowling tournament, uh, but they made it to the final four in 2009 and they've had several MEAC titles. Yeah, I was, I was, I knew that there was NCAA bowling. I did not know that Dell State had a team, um, and I, I did not know that they were that good. But that's, yeah. I think and I read somewhere that's actually Dell State's best team, like at the college. That their 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 yeah. most prominent team is the bowling team. So yeah, the the the, the bowling Hornets. <laughs> yes, they were. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's unfortunate for that team, and. Uh, um, and and that accident happened one week ago today. Yep. Yeah. And 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 part of the reason I was able to to keep an eye on this story, one, I keep an eye on a lot of Dell State stuff. Uh for one, I used to cover the Delaware State Capitol, which is in Dover. 
Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, I used to basically stay on the Dell State campus when I covered the General Assembly. I mean, I used to run through the Dell State campus on, uh, uh, you know, for my morning runs, uh, you know, because it was right next to the hotel that I uh, that I stayed at. Actually, the hotel is now part of the Dell State campus. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, it's it has grown since then. But, uh, yeah, it's an unfortunate end to to uh, to to that story. Thankfully, no one was was killed in that accident. But. Yeah, that's that's their good news about this. It looks like the the two that are still in the hospital, they're going to be okay. Uh, and the you know three that are still in the hospital, we can't forget the the staffer, but also members of the yeah. team, they're going to be fine. That's that's good. M- moving from sports and and this accident, but sticking with colleges, uh, College of William and Mary announced uh, today that it is going to continue its test optional policy indefinitely which means to apply to William & Mary, you don't need to take the ACT or SAT if you don't want to. And, you know, we were talking about this, Dennis and myself in the newsroom. Uh, some people, uh, and I possibly could have been lumped into this category, they are good students, but they're not very good test takers. Yes. Yeah, and I- so I would imagine that if you want to have admission to William & Mary, they're just looking at your grades. Looking at your grades, your GPA, your your looking at your transcript holistically, and perhaps your uh, uh, whatever clubs you were in in high school, clubs, essays, you know, yeah. you know the common the, curricular activities, yeah, the, how you answer questions on the Common App, which is this thing that I was unaware of until you know my daughter started applying in the in the last couple of years. Um, there's a lot of different ways to look at a student now as compared to when when you and I applied and it was ACT, SAT, and that sheet that we filled out, maybe an essay that we handwritten, we handwrote and uh, um, sent in. Right. And a lot of the times I am the son of a college professor and who taught at the University of Illinois. And every time I said, you know, what my dad did when I was a student at SIU said, well, how come he didn't go to Illinois? It's like, well, my 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 test scores weren't high enough for that. <laughs> you know, and, and, and they were much more, much, a uh, much bigger thing when you and I applied. Yeah, absolutely. They, look at, they look at students differently now. That's not better or worse. They look at them, no. look at them differently. It's and, just, and one thing you know, women, women Mary found is that they, they follow the academic success of, of, of students who offer test scores versus those who didn't and found really no difference. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I don't even remember what I got on my SAT. I know I got enough to get into the University of Missouri. Right. Now there'll be there's a joke there's somebody somewhere, um, but um, <laughs> I'm not sure what the standards are at Missouri back yeah, in so, but, uh, or whatever you but, graduated but, high but school. I, I got I got into the school I was looking for. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I actually, you know, the place where I went to school is my first choice because they had a good broadcast school. So you know. Yeah. And, and that was another reason when people say, well, how come you go to Illinois? Well, they did at the time, didn't have a good broadcast school. Now they do. But back in the late eighties, they didn't. Yeah, you went, you went, you went to a, went to an Illinois school, just not. not yeah. Illinois. Right. You know, not, folks didn't have to pay out of state tuition or anything. Yeah, exactly. So moving, moving up, moving on from, from, uh, from that story. Um, interesting poll from uh, Roanoke college. Um, showing that Virginians are more optimistic of the in the direction of uh, the Commonwealth, which you know, if you, if you listen to to various sources, it doesn't sound like they are. But their poll found that people are are optimistic. 
Yeah, and uh, they, they, you know, the numbers look good for Governor Yunkin, and didn't the numbers look good for the General Assembly as a whole? Number, uh, the governor's, um, the okay, the the overall optimism in the Commonwealth was up like eight eight points. Mm-hmm. The governor was up five, and the General Assembly four. Mm-hmm. And basically, I was talking to the one, you know, the guy who was prominently behind the poll, and he basically said, "We we think because you know we don't have exact answers, we think." People are are more optimistic in that they're because they're more optimistic, they're more optimistic in their leaders. And so so both so Democrats and Republicans benefit. A snowball effect. Yeah. Like if you're, if there's confidence at the top, everything else will follow. Yeah. And and that you know, people are people are confident in their, you know, more optimistic in the state, and therefore they're more optimistic in their leaders. So, and and part of what they think is behind the optimism is they they found a lessening concern with inflation. So that people are less concerned about it. So either people are making more money or inflation is not rising as much as it was. Maybe it has, it has cooled down a little bit. It's still up there, but it's. Uh... I don't know. I haven't been to the grocery store since my injury. So I do not know what, <laughs> what the, the price of a, a carton of eggs is. If it's yeah, we, down again. So yeah, I, uh, I'm actually in charge of the grocery shopping at my house. So yes, I'm, I'm aware it's still expensive, but not as bad as it used to be. To which I say, excellent. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> so we're, we're getting a little punchy with these uh, with these podcasts lately. Yeah. Um, move, moving on from that final uh, final story that we have. Uh, just be aware if you're driving on I-95 North, not this weekend, but the following weekend, uh, they're going to be doing some pavement work around Parham, and they're going to cut down uh, two lanes. Um, so it's just going to be one lane open. So basically, if you want to go I-95 North from Friday night next week into Saturday midday, mm-hmm. it's going to be a pain in the rear end. You're better off taking 295 or going around it and just finding a different way to, to avoid that section of 95. So it's only northbound? It's only northbound. So okay. Will they do southbound eventually or no? Uh, that, I, that I don't know. I just know that's where they're concentrating this work on. And obviously, if you're heading heading north and, you know, you know, it is it is the end of spring break for some folks. There may be folks heading north. Um, you know, you're going to run into some traffic that Friday into Saturday. Is there a particular place on 95 this is happening? This is uh, near the Parham Road and Scott Road underpasses. Oh. Basically, it's the 94, 95 goes underneath both of those. Yeah. So that's what that's what uh, they're looking at. So just be aware if you're going to be traveling next weekend, you know, maybe don't take 95 north north of the city and in right the reason i ask is because i was traveling i take 95 on thursdays because i have a volunteer gig that goes before the uh uh, uh before my uh shift starts mm-hmm. here on thursdays and i take 95 from ashland down and there was a um a backup around Parham road as i was heading south uh, and it was probably just congestion what it was, and it didn't last very long. But uh, I was wondering if they're preparing maybe for something a week from now. But that's that's northbound. I guess they weren't. There there may have been a car fire on 95 North this morning, which led to that backup. But that's neither. Uh, but I was going south. So, yeah. well, Northern I don't remember if it was on north or south or just on 95. I can't remember where. Yeah, I, I can't know. recall it exactly. So. So, but anyways, this is more information than the folks in the podcast really. <laughs> yeah, absolutely is. As we as we get off track. So, anyways, so just be aware again if, if your travels take you in that direction. Just 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 be aware next weekend. So, so anyways, this has been the Thursday evening edition of its news to us for Jeff Stapleton. I'm News Director Matt Demline. We'll talk to you on Friday. Baseball season is heating up. 
Odyssey has you covered with the most entertaining coverage of your team. Stay locked in and in the know with the local voices you trust as they bring you unfiltered takes, recap games, react to the latest team news, and talk to callers. Listen to your favorite shows for free on the Odyssey app, odyssey.com, your smart speaker, or in the car with Android Auto or Apple CarPlay. 